Hey, Pura Vida, gente, estamos aquí en uno de los mejores podcasts que vamos a tener porque hoy tenemos un sueño hecho realidad para todos los que vivimos aquí en Costa Rica. Hay un sueño que todos, todos, todos teníamos y es ver uno de los mejores shows de metal que es Mastodon y Gojira. Ojo. Yeah. Y hoy, hoy tenemos la gran oportunidad de entrevistar a uno de los mejores bateristas del mundo y una de las mejores voces del metal, porque no solamente es un excelente baterista, sino que también es un increíble cantante. Así es que tenemos con nosotros a Brand, baterista de Mastodon. We are so happy to have you. Not only are you one of the most established badass drummers on the planet, but you get some pops. So you are a killer. You are awesome. We are super, super happy to have you with us today, Bron. Thank you so much. And all of Costa Rica has been on fire upon hearing that Mastodon and Gojira are coming to town now on November 25th. So thank you so much for giving us this time. Of course. Thanks for having me. Happy, happy to be here. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Buenísimo. Recuerden, gente, 25 de noviembre, Parque Viva, y todo esto es gracias a Move Concerts. Y bueno, ahora sí, vamos con lo más importante. Vamos a empezar con las preguntitas. Eh, cuando hablamos de música metal, eh, todos, todos, todos siempre eh, vemos que, que todos tenemos una influencia siempre de algún artista muy, muy importante. Y hemos visto que uno de los eh, artistas que más ha influido en ti en tu carrera ha sido Phil Collins. Así es, cuéntanos un poquito de qué fue esa ex primera experiencia de Phil Collins. All right, so even though we host a metal show, Nelson and I adore all types of music. So in doing our research, we saw that uh, one of your biggest influences is Phil Collins, who used to be no, no, yes, my favorite artist of all time. So... Can we talk about how amazing Phil Collins is? Tell us how he's been an influence on you. Well, I I can't really remember a, a, a point in my life where Phil Collins wasn't somehow involved. But I think uh, my, my parents were big Genesis fans. So when I was growing up, um, there was a steady diet of The Lamb Lies Down on Broadway and uh, Foxtrot and all those early Genesis records. And then even spilling it over, you know, like early 80s, um genesis started to sort of dominate the 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 radio and um you know there was a there was a a show on tv called miami vice and uh the the song with the big big drum fill that now is just like such a a major uh part of the the pop culture lexicon in the world um was sort of it was a new song at that point and miami vice had it going in their uh in their show and that I, everybody loved that show in the early 80s so um so but i would say it wasn't really until i was in my later teens when i kind of got re-familiar familiarized with genesis and started really discovering the magic of phil collins drum work on those early genesis records and the fact that he was drumming and playing at the same time you know Just for for drummers, you know, a lot of times you are told that you, you're you do your job, sit back there, and just focus on sing. drums, and you, <laughs> your your musical input is is not wanted, and just you know, <laughs> just play your drums. Um, but it's drummers like Phil Collins and Neil Peart from Rush that kind of give an inspiration to uh, drummers abound that. 
you don't have to just sit back there. Your, 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 your ideas are welcome, you know, and, uh, if you have them, you know, contribute all that you can and do everything you can within the confines of your own, uh, musical project to make the project better, make the songs better. And I think it's players like Phil, uh, that, you know, give you the ability to sort of speak up and say, Hey, this guy does it, you know? Um, and so, yeah, what an incredible voice Phil has and, and just a very musical drummer, you know, and just a really wild imagination. You can hear him. You can kind of hear the, the, that he doesn't just settle for the first thing that comes to his mind or, you know, maybe he does, but you can see that, that there is some time invested in trying to come up with his drum parts. So it sort of influences you to push a little harder to find something more interesting to play while also not getting in the way of the song, you know, and making sure that the song can still do what it needs to do. But uh, it can, the drums can also be more interesting than just your basic rock beat, you know. Excellent. Very excelente. cool. Uh, just, uh, go ahead, Nelson. Down and down. Que yo me imagino que al ser Phil Collins una de las influencias tan grandes, también dijo, bueno, si Phil Collins toca batería y canta, ¿por qué yo no lo puedo hacer? Porque realmente es un cantante extraordinario, o sea, realmente hace las cosas muy bien. Normalmente los, los bateristas siempre quieren cantar, pero no lo hacen bien. Es que Bran lo hace increíblemente bien. So, yes, exactly. That obviously... As with Phil Collins as an influence, it's both a drummer and an awesome singer. Like, that's what you do. You have amazing vocals and you're a badass drummer. So we see like a huge parallel there, which is very hard to do. A lot of drummers want to sing, but, you know, it doesn't come off as, as much as they'd like it to be. But you you crush it. So we're, wow, we love it. Thank you very much. It's really hard to do. I highly do not recommend it. Uh, <laughs> once you... Once you start doing it, you can't stop doing it because yeah. you did it and you committed it to tape and now you have to get up there every night and you have to do it. So it's a whole new it's a whole new uh, level of uh, anxiety for me, which is very fun. And then, uh, you know, uh, but I will say it's probably made me a healthier human being overall, because when it comes to drumming, um, you know, I can be sick. It doesn't really matter that much. You know, I don't want to be sick, obviously. And you, but um on tour it's it's hard to stay you know 100% healthy just because you know you're shaking the hands of hundreds mm -hmm. of people day and you're just around a lot of a lot of people all the time and uh so it really forces you to try to be as healthy as possible anything you can do to combat being sick because there's nothing worse than getting up there and trying to sing through a cold it's it's really horrible ask any vocalist you know you get oh you wake up in the morning on the bus and you get the one mm -hmm. time pickle in your throat and uh a shock of terror goes through your system because you're like oh my god i'm not gonna be able to sing tonight oh god and if you do try to sing through it it's gonna wreck your vocal cords for the next week and all the all those things so yeah um but you know it's something i can do and it's something that it helps the band you know like because Basically, in Macedon, you have three singers that don't want to be singers. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of like, no, you do it. No, you do it. No, I don't want to do it. You do it. You do that part. No, I, I don't. I don't feel like it. You know, because we did when we very first started for about I don't know six months or so. We had a guy running around on stage with a microphone, yelling and screaming and rolling around on the floor. Um, and then he left the band, uh, but no one knew who we were or what we sounded like, so it didn't really matter. So 
Troy and, and Brent just started screaming stuff because we were playing shows in people's basements and things like that. So it didn't really matter. But through the years, you know, we've really tried to work on and develop our our vocals. And I think that the fact that we delegate um, different parts to the three or four of us, you know, Bill sings some stuff live. Uh, so now you got everybody singing in the band. So it's not that big of a lift for any particular member. Excelente, excelente, qué bueno, porque es la verdad, Mike, qué, qué bueno. Por cierto, a toda la gente que estuvo escuchándonos este lunes pasado en la dosis por Planet 107.5, pusimos una de las piezas más brutales de Mastodon, que es Blood and Thunder, y fue una completa locura en el show. Todo el mundo estaba como loco pidiendo más canciones de, de Mastodon, que por cierto, también hemos tocado The Mother Load, que es un piezón, esa es mi canción favorita de todas. Nada más queríamos contarte que aquí en Costa Rica amamos montones Maston y que fue un éxito total este lunes pasado en la radio so just wanted to reiterate like Costa Rica is so ready for Mastodon to come down we played Blood and Thunder this past Monday we played the mother load all the time every single time we do the phones light up and it's like oh man this is awesome when they could have come down so the whole country is super super ridiculously excited about you guys coming down to play Say. oh man I'm very excited. We're so excited to play there. Uh, it's been a long time. I think we came there with Metallica years and years ago. Um, and other than that, I was there for vacation. And uh, what a beautiful, beautiful place. Uh, I was in Tortuguero and I was, uh, you know, yeah. just all around uh, Costa Rica. And it's one of the most beautiful places in the world. And Thank we're you. so down there and, and play for the beautiful people of Costa Rica. Cannot wait. It's going to be oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Buenísimo. Una de las preguntas más importantes que a mí me encanta decir es cerrar los ojos y preguntarle al niño, a Bran niño, si te acuerdas cuál fue la primera vez que tú sentiste como niño que la música era lo tuyo y cuál fue ese primer instrumento que te llamó la atención. So one of the questions that we ask all of our guests is uh, a real true in indicator of how music was born with, with, uh, with you. Ron, if you can try to think back to when you were a child and the perhaps the first time that music fully influenced you. Do you remember when there was perhaps a song or a musical moment that inspired you or maybe what that song was where you were like, wow, I just found this connection to music that kind of like this. So this is kind of what I want to do. Um, I would say, well, uh, music is such a, a big part of my life, not only because it just was uh, all around me. My mom was in a band uh, that did like Judas Priest covers and Scorpions covers and Rush and King Crimson and uh, anything you could think of that was popular in the night in the early late 70s, early 80s. So my, they practiced in the basement just about every night. Um, and uh So then and my great my grandparents also played in a band and then they played at my grandparents house up in the attic and then they played out all the time. So we were going to see them and we were going to see I was going to see my mom's band when they played out. And I would say that, that there was um, I remember having some some moments with the uh, Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody back then where that really kind of stuck with me and I would say I remember sitting in the back of my mom's car driving to her band practice and hearing 
uh, Renegade by Styx. And I really like, really like feeling that song, you know, like I, I remember having like a deep, it was something about the, the, those minor keys or something that, you know, just really uh, evoked something within me, I could say. So I definitely gravitated more towards the deeper emotional stuff, you know, the, the more, uh, I would say, yeah, deeply emotional music. I was, um, there was also, I had that, uh, journey frontiers record and I had this little Fisher price record player that me and my sister used to have in our room that we shared. And I remember sitting there and listening to wow. the song faithfully, like over and over again. <laughs> que bueno, que bueno. Yeah, so I yeah, faithfully by Journey or or Renegade by Styx, those 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 songs early in the '80s when I was when I'm pretty young, you know, uh, six five or six years old, I remember those songs being really impactful for me. Qué bueno, qué bueno. Ah, qué parte más importante. Ahora brincando ahora un poquito más ahora, qué qué tan increíble puede ser porque es que no es fácil para ningún grupo y aunque Mason es un grupo gigante es como un sueño hecho realidad considero yo, el haber ganado en el 2015 un Grammy. Cuéntanos así rapidito cómo fue esa experiencia tan increíble. How insanely awesome was it to be able to be part of the 2015 Grammys? What was that experience like from, you know, from a musician standpoint where it's kind of, you know, arguably the pinnacle, but it's definitely a big, big deal. What was that experience like for you? Uh, any of the, the when, anytime we've been to the Grammys, it's always uh a very a super fun experience you know it's like um it's definitely an honor to be nominated and it's an it's a huge honor to win one uh it's like it's almost like because you know being a metalhead and playing metal mm -hmm. music have low, you sort of just come with a little bit of low self-esteem especially in those kind of circles because you feel a little bit unwanted you know what exactly. i mean exactly. and like Like we play a kind of music that's sort of pushed under the rug a little bit, you know, and if it wasn't for a band like Metallica getting so popular, the metal Grammy wouldn't even be there. So we really have Metallica to thank for, you know, being as popular as they were with uh, with And Justice for All. And so. Um, but, yeah, just being there, you sort of feel a little bit out of place. But you really want to kind of puff your chest out a little bit like we belong here. We're we, we're uh we we we've practiced the 10,000 hours in our in our basements and and bedrooms to to deserve to walk the same carpet as everyone else that's here you know what i mean uh even more so i think that that heavy metal itself as a genre even if even if it is left out of a lot of the mainstream it doesn't that doesn't matter there's it's probably one of the healthiest genres of music that there is it's just absolutely brimming with with extreme talent, you know what I mean? I would put it in the same realm as say jazz when you have some of these players mm -hmm. that that are that are claiming heavy metal as their as their roots. You got to be just like like you can't even believe what some of these players are pulling off and really in you know, inventing new ways to play these instruments. Um so, you know, but it's a lot of pride uh, when you when you're there and you you also feel like I felt like when we won in 2017 or 18, whenever that was, uh, 
it wasn't a Grammy that was just for one song, you know, it was like a Grammy that like sort of was, you know, for the, our whole career, you know, for everything that had come before that up until that, you know, because it's showing that, that you can really write your own songs with your friends, mm -hmm. play in a basement, uh, and you don't need all this other stuff, you know, you, you can really just ride around in your van and that can eventually get you on a stage accepting the same award that Stevie Wonder and, you know, others have on their wow. mats. So I think that's really cool, you know, and it's a really, really great moment for your, your parents and your grandparents and everybody in your family. And the um, fans. You know, and the fans, you know, obviously we wouldn't be anywhere without the fans and no one's going to be there. There's no Grammys uh, and no Grammy. If people aren't buying your albums, coming to see you play and enjoying your music. So the fans are really the best. Excelente, excelente. Brian, muchísimas gracias. Esta es la última pregunta. Eh, sin antes decirte que qué qué bonito es cuando uno entrevista a un artista tan grande como vos, con tanta exposición y se ve ese ser humano tan maravilloso que hay detrás de él. La última pregunta es, de entre tantos artistas que has eh, compartido o que has eh, escuchado, ¿hay algún artista en el cual todavía no has podido trabajar que te gustaría trabajar en algún disco con él? So, Brian, we wanted to say thank you again for being with us. We had one last question for you. We'd love to be able to do a second uh, podcast with you because we have so many things we want to learn about from you. Um, is, there, is there an artist that comes to mind when you think of, wow, it would be so cool to be able to do a collaboration with this particular artist that you would say, oh, man, that would be amazing. Uh, I think if if we ever had if if it ever came to be which it, it won't but you know if it ever came to be that we were able to collaborate with say Peter Gabriel I would probably wow uh, wow. wow I would lose my mind um, and I would also uh, you know try really hard to make it a really cool special thing so you know Peter if you're listening bien vamos a hacerlo llegar a Peter <laughs> let's Come on, man. You you never know. Lo vamos a etiquetar. Lo vamos a etiquetar. I'll We're going to tag him on everything, 100%. So you never know, Brian. You never know. I'll be phone call. I'll be right by the phone. <laughs> Buenísimo. <laughs> Brian, de verdad, muchas, muchas gracias. Te esperamos aquí en Costa Rica este 25 de noviembre. Gracias a Move Concert en Parque Viva. De verdad, estamos ansiosos porque ya llegue ese día y poder brincar todos juntos con ustedes. Gracias por darnos la oportunidad de vivir la vida increíblemente feliz escuchándolos a ustedes. De verdad, muchas gracias. Brian, we're so grateful to have this time with you. The entire country is ready. We are so ready to keep pushing Mastodon and for this awesome show that you guys are going to be doing with Gojira on November 25th at Parque Viva, courtesy of Move Concerts. Thank you so much for taking the time with us today. Yeah, baby. It's going to be amazing. Uh, yeah. I mean, us and Gojira, we've, we've done it now um, a couple times here in the States and uh, we've done it in Europe. And so, Man, I, I can't wait for you guys to see the show. It's it's really uh it's really amazing and 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 we're really excited for the fans down there. We can't wait. Awesome. Perfecto. Awesome.